It's mayonnaise and instruments. <laughs> Anyways, you guys have how is it? How is that for an awkward intro? Yeah, you get you are the uh, you guys have the floor. So we on Monday tried the Peeps Pepsi. Today it's the uh, vanilla nitro Pepsi, Pepsi. Nitro. and then uh, Sunday we'll do the regular. I've already taken the. Yeah, Cam is just now opening it. I have already taken the uh, taken the measure to go ahead and pour mine over a glass of ice, as is instructed on the can. I'm a psychopath. I'm just going to drink it. It's not bad, actually. It's no, really that's good. pretty good, yeah. I, I like the vanilla aspect of it, because uh, I always enjoy the, like, the Dr. Pepper and Coke vanilla flavors. Yeah, yeah. It's not too artificial or anything like that. And it was a, you know, it was interesting watching how it, you know, the way it poured as opposed to like a normal soft drink. So that was, was pretty interesting. That's probably the biggest reason why they're like, yo, pull this, pour this over a cup of ice. Pour this over ice. Yeah. Question for you, Cam. Actually, you're not supposed to pour it. Does it say pour it over ice? Yeah. It says mm -hmm. pour hard. Yeah, that's not know. what that means. Pour hard means like what you would do with a Guinness. Mm. Pour so it pours straight to the bottom of the bo of the glass, and then mm -hmm. it, it mm -hmm. rises. That thumbs up. Yeah, yeah. Well, the, but then you have to let it sit and rise, which you mm -hmm. did. But yeah, you're not supposed to pour it over ice. I don't believe it's supposed to just be poured straight mm -hmm. down. I'm sure it's fine that way. But yeah, I just put ice. It's in, more so. so meant to be because again, it's like a draft cola. Guinness is kind of the um, draft, if you will. Uh, mm -hmm beer when it comes from cans so yeah yeah question for you cam which one did you like more the nitro pepsi or the peepsy oh easily this <laughs> i think so too and we both said on monday the peepsy wasn't terrible but i, See, I but think we both enjoyed here's the thing that is one of my go-to drinks nowadays the nitro yes it, yeah do you like I, the vanilla I, nitro or the, the regular yes nitro? that one specifically yes Here's the difference. The regular one's good, like, it just tastes, can... but it's like a flat Pepsi. Like you'll get to it on Sunday, and you're gonna be like, "Oh, this is just flat." Mm -hmm. It's a fair yeah, comparison. Like, it's good. Like I, I don't care. I could see myself drinking that again versus that Pepsi was like half a bottle, and I'm done. <laughs> I I ended up finishing the bottle, but it's like, yeah, I'm, I'd rather go get one of these cans because I think, I mean, that's very comparable in how much you get. For the can, mm -hmm. as to the bottle. I think the bottle's a bit more, but... Yeah. All right, well, now that is out of the way. Ratings? Any ratings? Um, I mean, out of, on a scale, like, 1 to 10 or whatever? I don't know what else you rate, to, but sure. <laughs> I mean, I, I give it a solid six and a half, seven. I'd actually go one step further. I'd say 7.2. It's a very solid 7.2. That's that's not long. too much further. <laughs> even. All right. Well, let's uh, get into this. That's a good win. There's a lot of people. It's like Woodstock, except everybody's got their clothes on. Personal file. 69. Offense. He was giving them the business. These people don't give you. Well, a uh, another Wednesday. It's time for another one, I guess. 
<laughs> Another one. Yeah. Another um, one. So Cam's new backdrop. Yeah. Yeah. Welcome to your finally all settled in. Welcome they, to your they new upgraded home. they upgraded jail cells. It's now no longer white bricks, it's just white drywall. So yeah, or beige. Hey, I was beige. gonna say it's more beige. Looks white. Whatever. Maybe it's just his camera. Well, let's see. Hold on. Let's let's flip this around. I think that's yeah, more like, like cream an, colored. It's like an egg show. Yeah. yeah, egg egg white, probably. Yeah, either way, not bad. Spend your time looking at egg whites. <laughs> no. <laughs> I mean, it's better than just the plain white room. Mm-hmm. Hey, man, that's fair. That's fair. I can agree. That's why I got flags up. Mm-hmm. Anyways, uh, let's go ahead and just uh, get right into it. We got a brand new man in charge in the NCAA. Um, as of was it yesterday? Uh, it's either today or yesterday, one of the two. Yeah, the uh, Massachusetts governor, I think, is the new guy in charge, ex Massachusetts governor, of course. New man in charge. Um, I read a few quotes from him, it just it sounded more like uh, <laughs> talks of God, excuse me, uh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> It, it yeah, sounds it, like he, a very NIL-centric uh, early press conference that he had, kind of talking about some plans, some views, um, mm-hmm. none of which I overly had any issues with. And I, I look forward to uh, reining in a new one. And, uh, you know, the bar set low for commissioners anyways. So, <laughs> yeah, Charlie Baker the took over. president is one that I consider a commissioner of sorts. So can't be can't be too bad. Yeah, Charlie Baker took over today. A lot of uh, the stuff that he talked about uh, for, with athletic directors, coaches, university presidents is, is a lot of NIL stuff, at least according uh, to this article. Two main goals for his first 100 days. Wants to set up an in-person or virtual meeting with every conference and every division. So not just Division One uh, and FBS level or anything like that, but you know the FCS ranks. Division two and Division three, even possibly NJCAA and and some of the you know NAIA levels of of uh, schools. Um, so kind of wanting to look beyond just what's going to make the most money, which is maybe something that will be nice, but uh, also wanting to look at strengths, weaknesses, opportunities threats for for the NCAA and I mean hard, hard to say that you know one of the you know hard not to say that one of the biggest threats right now is what's going to happen with the top players at you know with with all the top schools in college football what right? was that Kim I have my, no idea what my he's roommate's doing roommate's heading to class so <sighs> Can can you tell him like, hey, go to class some other time, Dillweed. <laughs> Schedule your class to... around our show. Don't leave it's before this show starts. No, that was it's funny. Fine. I caught it and I was like, and I was like, I know you're not doing that to us. <laughs> he's, hello, he's like, hello. I'm taking off. Bye bye. Um, you say goodbye, but I say hello. Anyways, so you know it, it's it's gonna be interesting. There's not really much to go off of. There's a a Q and A Q&A that the athletic did with with Baker that might be an interesting read. Um, but I mean, there's not really 
we're not going to see a whole lot of, you know, news or anything come out of this. It's just instead of Mark Emmert, that will be uh, referred to as the uh, president of the NCAA. It is uh, now Charlie Baker. <coughs> yeah, no, for sure. That'll be interesting to see what changes as well. Um, since Emmerich was more of a old head, mm-hmm. like to see if this helps rein in some of the things, some of the drawbacks that we've seen with NIL. Um, and so sort of just I, governing, yeah. it, it, has, it really isn't anything more than that. It's just governing. Mm-hmm. So that way the rich don't just yeah. get richer. Um, yeah, that would be, that's my ultimate thing. Like I don't, I don't want to see college football be just a who buys the most. I mean, literally make this is a, a process where you you audit spending on this stuff. And if there is a mis, misinformation uh, given to you, lay down the law, man. I mean, that's that's what I would like to see. And I think that would be the most, the most beneficial route to take this. To be- also, I definitely want to see consistency. Because that is something the NCAA has struggled with like, for a long time. Not not just with Emory. Are you talking but, about burgers? But before that as well, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, but this this goes back like since the beginning of time, basically. So, yeah. no, I mean, I don't, I don't have much else to say on this. I, I think this is a cool, a cool time in the sport, and let's. Uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna give it a chance and see what happens. Um, I guess we're going to move on to, I guess we're going to revert back to some, uh, sad news. We, we discussed a few, well, about almost two a months month ago. and a half ago. Yeah. A month and a half now. Um, Jalen Carter has been, there's been a warrant issued for his arrest, uh, in connection with this as he was driving another vehicle that was going at a very high rate of speed. It seems as though both, uh, parties, uh, driving the, uh, Recruiting Saffer, uh, Chandler LaCroix, along with him, were both under the influence. Um, her toxicology report was uh, 0.195, I believe it was. Um, at the time, at the that's uh, over double the legal limit. Yeah, um, I mean it was unfortunate and, and mm-hmm. lucky for for Jalen Carter that he uh, ended up being safe, but I mean not not lucky in the grand scheme of things. He just could have potentially just thrown your career away for this. So we'll see what uh what comes of it. We're not gonna not gonna speculate what should or, or talk about what should or shouldn't happen, but this is just a uh I mean I I the, the I title do wanna, here says it all. I mean I it do. is top of the top of the ladder, uh in multiple aspects for Carter specifically. I mean a national champion back to back and now a um you know, being involved in something that takes him out of potentially being a top five draft pick. Yeah. Uh, or possibly even number one. Sorry. Yeah, it, it's all good. I I wanted to say uh, Chandler LaCroix, the toxicology was 0.197. But I, I titled it this way because I do want to ask y'all, uh, you know, is this run of success a good thing or a bad thing for Georgia? Because we've seen now not just with Jalen Carter's, you know, worn out for his arrest. You've seen in the past week, you saw another star linebacker arrested on two 
uh, misdemeanor charges racing. And, and so this is, you know, twice in the span of a week with Jason. Dumas they need to Johnson. take away cars. Uh, the Georgia program, you know, clearly. not, but, but not, not just, uh, not just that, but I mean, you're talking about um, mm-hmm. more with the Stetson Bennett public intoxication uh, incident. That's less, you know, to me at least than, than some of these other charges, but just showing a lack of maturity. Yeah. Rather than anything else. Um, and likely something that they get away with around the university because of, you know, their status within, within the area. Yeah. And, um, you know, it's unfortunate that, that, you know, people let that happen, but I mean, hell it, it, it's, I've been in that situation where I've gotten away with some shit. I probably shouldn't have because of who, who my parents are. So I get it. I mean, I'm not, not mad, but it's, it's, it, it's a matter of, are you going to learn from it or are you going to, um, Or are, you going to, yeah, are you going to continue uh, making these dumb mistakes? And it seems yeah. as though, um, I, truthfully, we don't have an answer right now. It's something we're going to have to wait and, and let uh, time tell. So yeah. for the time being, I mean, I, I don't think it's I don't think it's a problem. Georgia's not going to struggle on the field. They're not going to struggle as a university in recruiting. I mean, it, no, that's going to mm-hmm. happen. It's just a matter of. Uh, finding the correct path and 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 maybe a little bit of maturing with the locker room and potentially even yeah. on the coaching staff too. Yeah. Uh, do we we think that you know how how far in terms of you know do we do we think that Jalen Carter's not a day one pick now because of this? Do you think? I mean, I I still think talent wise. Uh, I think it depends. Only, it depends on what happens, honestly. I mean, I, I, what, kind of, what kind of charges is it? Is it just? I a, think it's uh, just misdemeanor, if I'm not mistaken. Then it's probably not going to matter a whole lot, honestly. I mean, I think it's going to. It's going to affect him at the top, but there's going to be a team that, that wants a guy like that who knows for what he can do on the field, rather than that. And um, <laughs> it's going to be what's going to be. I think there's, you know. There's a punishment for for every action, and I think that sometimes they're not, they don't seem fair or just. But I, I think this, whatever happens here, as long as this doesn't get up to a, a felony, is probably where, yeah. Where Reckless driving and and racing are both misdemeanors in Georgia. Mm-hmm. Um, and but- another, and another thing, is is it's still six weeks away from the draft, at least. Yeah, but this According is the week that the NFL math. Combine starts. Yeah. So, so we've seen players of his caliber straighten out afterwards and not really get affected. Um, it's typically when they're like the honey badger was where it was a string of things. Um, or, or like, for instance, Dak Prescott. It, Where it's, it's all about your bounce back. Yeah. It, it really yeah. has nothing to do. I mean, hell, we saw Sean Open's career get ruined and for nothing. So yeah. I mean, I don't yeah, I don't know. I think that Laramie uh, Tunsil's stock fell like on draft night because of that leaked video or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I, I think that um I think we'll see. I mean we got we got one well, way to go. Always, it's always better around. to have crap like this happen early rather than late though is my point yeah but the, the question i want to ask then is they were racing and then the crash occurred 
is there anything that is there possibility that there's more that gets added on with like you know abandoning a scene of a crime or i mean i don't i don't know i i'm not no trying telling. to speculate no, i'm not trying no to ruin telling. this man's life it's, i'm just no i'm, asking I, a question. I'm not I don't know. I'm not answering that question because I wasn't there and I'm not a part of the. It'll the also depend upon like state laws. I don't know Georgia's state law near I don't well enough to even remotely speculate. So if you weren't Tyler. involved, it shouldn't matter, but it's not the mm-hmm. point. It, um, no, no need to continue this because now we're just getting into a, uh, a part, you know, a deeper water than than what i really care to talk about yeah we're not we're not fucking lawyers we're not cops so we're not gonna continue discussing it tyler go go start your law career in in the state of georgia for us no thanks i'd rather (laughs) fucking (laughs) swallow needles um god (laughs) oof that's a whoopsie say whatever you want all right. Well, I gotta, I gotta do my last bit of stuff before I mess this up. I got one more spin, one and then we more. can start the actual fun. So this is where the fun begins. Well, this is a first. I will be going second. Okay. Wow. That's never happened before. Um, behind Cam. Or actually, sorry, behind BJ, but in front of Cam. So <laughs> back to last. So all right, so I get to go first again. This is this is pretty weird because, um, you know, I'm not used to going first all these amount of times. I honestly thought it was gonna be Cam going first this time. Yeah. Not. Or it wasn't. Quite. So go ahead. <laughs> Number one, BJ. Well, I will go ahead and start us off with, uh, well, I mean, I, I don't know if there, you can make arguments that there are other guys that uh, belong on here, but the first name that popped in my mind was Vaughn Miller, Texas A&M, where we're going to start. That is a fantastic pick um, and definitely something someone I was mulling over. Um, the impact he made at AM was great. Um, but my first pick is gonna you're be- not even up. Oh, hey, last. yeah, I was about to say you go last, you get two picks. I knew That's that was right. coming, I just let it go. Sorry, I, I let it go because I knew it was I, coming. Oops, <laughs> I was just waiting, Tyler. I was waiting so I could go right at you. Um, <laughs> all right, well, we're so not used to this order yet. No, we're not, we're not, but, you know, considering I said it only 10 seconds ago, maybe, you know, I figured. Some he wasn't paying was attention. Sorry, you're dealing with ADHD kittens. All right. Let's, uh, let's go with him. Uh, we all know the story, but we even know better for what he did on the field, and that's Manti Teo, easily on this list. Well-deserved. Mm-hmm. So for mine, for my actual yeah, pick. Now it's your turn. Now it's you my get two turn, picks yes. Back and I get two in a row, yes. Um, I'm going to go with Patrick Willis from Old Miss. Very good pick. Um, 
And then for my other pick, I'm going to go with James Laranitis from Ohio State. There, Tyler, you don't need to say an Ohio State player. <laughs> well, that was my next pick, so now i got to figure something else out. <laughs> well, I guess. Let me make sure that this is the right, right time frame before I say something stupid that I don't mean. Oh yeah, yeah. I can I can have this because he was drafted in 02. from the University of Michigan, Larry Foot. Easily on this list. Okay. Well, you remember when we talked about the uh, Beneric Award in uh, our Loudmouth Quizzes episode a few weeks ago? There was a school that had a, quite a few of these uh, awards given, and one that pops Please immediately. It is Paul Fuzzlesney. Is it? Okay. Yeah. Let's go. Okay. Because LeVar Anderson didn't play in 2000. He was drafted in 2000. He, so he was yeah. someone I was thinking. Oh, yeah. so good pick. Well, I probably spelled this wrong, so I'll have it figured out when I. Uh, yeah. P-O-S-L-U-S-Z-N-Y. Well, I didn't hear you ever can coughing, so I don't care. It's I got to write it down. I know who I'm looking for now. So. Yeah. Oh. And my second pick, another one that his career, what looked really promising when he came out of this university, um, immediate impact both in college and the NFL, Boston College's own Luke Keekley. Those were definitely my next two. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Um, well, let me go ahead and do mine, uh, because I know where this <laughs> oh, is going. Shit. That's right. <laughs> uh, <laughs> we'll go from your New Mexico Lobos, Brian Erlacher. There you go, had to be on the list. Mm-hmm. What about C.J. Mosley from Alabama? I don't know. What about him? Are you putting him on What here about or... him? Are you adding him? <laughs> Absolutely. Jesus. Next. This one's definitely a little, little bit of a homer pick for me, but you knew it was coming. Bobby Wagner. I, I don't think it's a homer pick. I think he belongs. I mean, I'm this high though. I mean, that's well, definitely. Well, we'll yeah, see yeah, how high when we get to the anyways. Top five. Oh, he's in my top oh, five. Oh, I'm next. Okay. <laughs> yes, um, you sure are. Is he in the draft this year? Who? <clears throat> did he play 2022? He did. Then we're not supposed to use That's them, right. Tyler. Your, right. own, your own it. agreed upon rule. I know. I know what I agreed upon, but motherfucker, <laughs> this guy belongs. All right. You know what? I'm going to go with Micah. Micah Parsons. I like the pick. Very mm-hmm. solid. And I'm, I'm really surprised he's fallen to me. But I'll go ahead and take another Buckeye off the board so that Tyler doesn't have to mention him. A.J. Hawk. 
I wasn't saying that, dickhead. Come on, man. <laughs> well, he belongs on here, dude. You can't say that I he doesn't. I don't care if he belongs or not. I wouldn't put it saying his name. That's, that's well, one you've you had, certainly you've, aren't getting you've, from me. You definitely have had to say some Buckeye names in the past. And he belongs some, on here. I've said more than any of you combined. Don't come well, at me. Well, we're trying to make it up. To, we're trying to make it up to you now. <laughs> oh, today. Thanks. Yeah. <laughs> and then my other pick here uh, from the U, Jonathan Vilma. There's no way he doesn't belong, at least in consideration for this list. That's fair. Um, hang on, I gotta find. Sorry, I have to find who I'm looking for because I know what I'm looking for. I don't remember, um, but the name's not coming to my mind. So just mm -hmm. here. Um, well, I mean, yeah, no, this works. Um, multiple, multiple guys uh, in this time frame at the University of Michigan, but the one that I'm going to go with uh, from the late 2000s, one of many lone uh, bright spots, if you will, from this era. That's Brandon Graham. Was a linebacker at the time at Michigan. Mm -hmm. Going on this list was phenomenal. Okay. Now it's my turn. Uh, <laughs> so, for my first pick, I'm going to go with uh, with just blinked on his name. Fuck. Um, Ray Malaluga out of USC. The fake USC. <laughs> and then um, Greg Jones out of Michigan State. How many are we down to? Four. Oh, so man. I got two, and BJ, you got two. I got two. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna go ahead. This guy may not be that high on this list. Nah, nah. Hang on, hang on. I gotta figure something out. One more. One more time, do I gotta? Well, probably multiple more times, so I gotta figure something out. <laughs> it do be that way sometimes. It do, it do. I'm gonna go Brandon Spikes, Florida. Hell of a pick. Good pick, good pick. Oh man, my last two. Could be interesting. Let's see here. Hmm. 
Well, I think for my first pick, gonna have to go with probably our only Iowa Hawkeye on this list, Chad Greenway. I think he belongs. There's definitely a few Hawkeyes in honorable mention territory to the top 20, though. Absolutely. <laughs> One Absolutely. of which that just has just graduated and moved on to the NFL. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Definitely in the top 20 category. Should, should be if we redraft here in the next couple of years. But since we yes. made, the, made the rule that they could not have played in the 2022 season... Oh, man. May I make an amendment to one of mine? One um, of my prior picks? Yeah, go, go for it because I've, I've still got... Uh, well, I'm out. going from one player at a school to a different player at the school. All right. Because I think he is more fitting on this list, and that is Brandon Graham to Devin Bush. Yeah. Okay, yeah. I think that's fine. I'll allow it. That's good. I got the fucking list, so <laughs> mind your manners. <laughs> I I think my last pick. I mean, I obviously we're we're maybe not in top five range, but I think Patrick Queen has a case to be made to be on this list as part of that 2019 LSU team. And even before his 2019 season, he was he was doing some phenomenal things. And part of Who's why this? he was Patrick Queen from uh, LSU. Okay. All right. Well, I suppose I'm gonna just go ahead and put one more G5 linebacker on this list: Tyler Matakevich from Temple. I'm bummed I didn't get an extra one. Huh? I was gonna say you you had you had your last two. Who were you added? My last. If I would have gone next, I would have gone Tank Carter from TCU. I I I think he was great, but I don't. You know think who I was. was you know who list. I'm shocked didn't go on here. There's actually a couple that I'm shocked didn't go on here. I'm gonna just throw them out here. Who? Denzel Perryman. Shocked he didn't go on this list. I'm I'm kind of surprised too. Um, and Scooby Wright from Arizona. Oh my goodness, yeah. Good riddance. Of course, I, th- <laughs> I, I was going to say he did. Did Scooby Wright? He only he had the one big season, but did he really have like? I yeah. Over I was going to say really. He had really? he had a couple years that were pretty good. I thought. I mean, he had a build up year to what became a really good year, but I mean, no biggie to me. Maybe I maybe I forgot. I mean, I'm definitely not heartbroken in any way, shape, and or form. But all right, well, it was his, it was his junior season that was kind of let down when he got hurt. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, Colin Schooler just uh, just left Texas Tech. Second most tackles in a season, solo tackles in a season since 2005 in a career. Shocked he wasn't on here. Anyways. 
now it's time yeah. for real, real fun and figuring out who's going to remain. Yeah, I just looked up his stats, and uh, the for twenty fourteen was the breakout season for Scooby, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, the first year, kind of decent stats, and then yeah. he was actually trending down before the injury. So yeah. yeah. Well, that's fine. Anyways. Anyways. Anyway. Well, remember what I said, bitch. Stats don't matter. I know. <laughs> no, no, how many times I gotta gotta go through this conversation, man? We 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 know, but we. Were I was also just saying, confirming my bias. So I was just saying, I I I, I think I remember I, the I, we know as much, but I remember the one good season, but I didn't remember his like career being great enough. We, all there's a lot of guys on this season. list though that had one good year. So, yeah. I mean, is is that the person that you're gonna say is first to go? I think there's multiple guys that had one good year that are going to be either going if that's the standard we're going off I, of, but it's not the standard I go off of, so I, I'm yeah, not. I was going to say, I mean, how are we? That's the standard that has been brought upon by the response to one player, so I figured maybe it would be the response to the rest. I don't know. I'm just saying. But we do need to uh, knock off some of these uh, twofers from different schools. So. Mm-hmm. Ohio State, James Laurinaitis or AJ Hawk? I think James Laurinaitis stays. Yeah, I think so too. stays. And that's tough because I mean AJ Hawk's not. Hawk you know, was a hell of a lot. I, I, I think I'd put Hawk over some of the other guys that we mentioned. I mean, I, but oh well. If it comes down to it, maybe we'll get we'll get there. But I don't know. We'll, yeah, we'll come. Back let's go through it. the others and we'll. Michael it Parsons out. and Paul Pizlosny. I think Pizlosny stays, and I love Pizlosny. Michael Parsons. I think so too. So, yeah, I'm glad we all agree there. Okay. Um, Larry Foote or Devin Bush, Michigan? Bush. Stays? Bush stays, yeah. I, I think Bush Foot, I think Foot, Foot goes off. That's fine. Similar with A.J. Hawk, I think, better than some that are on here, but I don't think making the top five, so I'm going to – we'll stick to this. Um. Okay, well, now we got to figure out what we're going to – oh, uh, wait, no. All right, so I guess now we have to figure out who's next. Um, <laughs> trying to go through here and figure it out. Um, as I look through this, there are a couple uh, – Patrick Queen, solid. I don't think yeah, stays, though. Probably not. Um, in that same breath, Greg Jones, I don't know that he stays. Um, honestly, I can't, can't even remember a single fucking game watching with it with him in it. So I, I'm, yeah. I'm not going to lie, but if anybody disagrees, feel free. But we're trying to get narrowed down to the top seven here, so I don't yeah. have any issue with that. Um Oh man. Are there any we can I mean I think CJ Mosley, I think, could come off of here. I don't know that he gets to that top five. He may he may get to the top ten, but I don't know if he gets to the top five. Yeah, I so I mean I'm I don't know if he to... quite quite makes the cut. He's really good, yeah. but 
I don't know. Really good, but I just I don't know. Yeah. yeah. Trying to trying to see, you know, there's already a few that we kind of know who should be up there in consideration. Like we we already know there's a few that are going to be in there. Yeah, yeah, I think that. So between the G five guys, I think we have three legitimate candidates to make the top five. Mm-hmm. Matakevich was phenomenal in his career. I mean, literally yeah. helped get Temple a win over Penn State. I mean, yeah. led that team. Yeah. Um, Brian Erlacher. I, I think there's no, no doubt. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And Bobby Even Wagner. Bobby Ryan, I, I yeah. think, unfortunately, I think the lowest of that poll there is, is Bobby Wagner, and that's not a slight by any means. I actually agree with you. <laughs> Okay. Like, yeah, I like, I, and I love. I wasn't sure we were about to have a heated argument or not. No. But yeah, no. I mean, I, like, I, think, I, okay, I, so I, I want. To I don't think all three of these guys are becoming, becoming into this list because there, there no. are a lot of really great linebackers. I, I will hold yeah. on to those two though, uh, Matikavich yeah. and Erlacher. Yeah. Um, and like, I want to disagree with you, but I, I can't without it. Just being yeah. biased. I think I'm going to eliminate I, Devin Bush. I'm, I'm eliminating yeah. him. I don't think he's making top five. I think I think Bobby Wagner is could be. You could make the argument he's had a better pro career than he has college as well. So yeah. I know his college career was really good. Yeah. Yes. So um, that's saying something. Hey Cardinals, he's a free agent. Oh man, um, he's coming to Dallas, don't you know? <laughs> Chad Greenway was good, you but really man, yeah, there I think Iowa, we can, there, there's I, an Iowa guy that I think belongs in a potential top five later on, and I would yeah. make that argument in two years when we come back uh, at, yeah. the, at the quarter century mark. Yeah, not not leaving right now. No, I, I think yeah, I think you're absolutely right. I think um, that's fair. So now Brandon Spikes is interesting to me. Very dominant in his time at Florida. Was a true driving force of the Florida defenses of the Tim Tebow era. Yeah. Do we hold him or do we let him go, though? Because I don't know. How many are we down to now with with him included? Because I can go either way. I I think he has a, a case, but... I see him more as a top 10. We are at five, 10 right now. Yeah. And I'm actually, saying. my next suggestion beyond that is Ray Maualuga. And then we try to rank one through nine. Mm-hmm. Drop Maualuga. Yeah, the, rank one through those nine. Two, yeah, I, I think, yeah. Those I think two so. are definitely solidly top 10, but okay. they're, they're like, they're like nine or 10. So, okay. We're going to drop, we're going to drop them both. Oh, I missed one. So now we are down to nine. Okay. Uh, because I did, I missed Matikovich. Okay, so as I did the other day. Mm-hmm. He's gonna put his well, no, top I'm nine or down, and then rank my top nine, and then we're going to yeah. So this is the two. part. This is where the fun begins, and again, this is, this is where the quietness comes in. So, <laughs> so this is where Cam and I don't discuss our picks, but we discuss something. Well, discuss something. I mean, you can discuss some of the guys we've eliminated. I mean, maybe that you prefer to have in this list that maybe are not going to be. Because I mean, obviously, out of personal bias, B Wags. <laughs> yeah, I was. I, just I saying, know. I know. For me, he's in my I, personal top five. I. I was I gonna say. I do, I do think, my best though to separate biases. 
from this. I, I was thinking, you know, and, and I, you know, I'm glad you said something because if, if you, I would, I would have been on your team if you'd said Wagner, uh, not over Erlacher, but over Matakavich. Uh, uh, I, I just, yeah. I, yeah. that to me felt right. I thought of the three, it's Erlacher, Wagner, yeah. Matakavich. Yeah. So I, what Matakavich did goes extremely unnoticed if you didn't live in the Northeast or yeah, that that's, area. That's part of, the, part of the problem. It goes extremely yeah. unnoticed because of the way Temple yeah. does not get TV time. Yeah, be, yeah I, I remember because of that. Unbelievable. I remember that, that Penn State game. Those two are I, practically interchangeable. It was beyond just the Penn State game. I, I watched multiple of their games, due, again, due to the location. That guy was unreal. Absolutely mm-hmm. phenomenal. There, there's no question in my mind that this guy belongs in the top ten and potentially the top five. I mean, he would get one of my rankings. Okay. Uh, potentially. That's I'm not fair. saying that's where he's at, but he might potentially, potentially. have a ranking. Um, I, I don't think there's anything wrong with you know any position on this list, even uh, if it's not top honestly, five. Honestly, those are probably the top three linebackers of the group of five since – 2000 yeah. so i'm i'm perfectly fine with and this. and i think cam i think you're right i think tank carter just from like a group of five perspective since tcu wasn't mm-hmm. a p5 school at that time i think tank carter would have a a fairly you know it, good he's he's in that top five yeah <laughs> i didn't even I mean, go with guys that i thought you wow know, were I really good back in the that day. way but that's that's uh, I, I didn't even go with TCU guys from like when we started at the the first of the playoff era. You know, Paul Dawson and Marcus Mallett were really good linebackers for us, but I didn't include mm-hmm. them as part of this list. I mean, they yeah, might no. have they might I, have a special place in my heart, but okay, yeah, no, and rightfully so. But I I feel like what Tink Carter did was a little stronger than I think right. Right. either of them did. Yeah. Anyways, we have a one through nine scenario. Okay. I am not discussing my rankings. Do not think. You? Do not think beyond your an original number. Whatever, Cam. If I go to you first, whatever you say does not affect BJ. Whatever BJ says does not affect you. So Believe it or not, we don't to collaborate ever. We did not I know, collaborate. I know, but I am just saying. It, it, I noticed at times that when we have done this, it, if somebody says a ranking, somebody's like, "Makes sense. I'll put them there." None of that. We're just okay. going to go straight from the straight from the hip here, all right? Nine players, ranked one through nine, starting with Vaughn Miller. Do you need me to name them first so that way we have an idea so. in your mind? Yeah, yeah, I was going to say, could you please name we them? We have Vaughn Miller, Manti Teo, Patrick Willis, uh, James Laronitis, Paul Pazlozny, Luke Keekley, Jonathan Vilma, Tyler Matikiewicz, and Brian Erlacher. Okay. Uh, Vaughn Miller. One through nine. Who are you coming to first, I guess, is the question. One of you say something. I don't care. You can say it at the same time. Six. Five. Manti Teo. Six. What did you say, Kim? Three. Patrick Willis. Four. Four. That's actually what I was, <laughs> no, no. That, that's actually what I was thinking. Like, <laughs> James Laronitis. Two. Two. 
That one's easy. I had him at two as well. Yeah. <laughs> so that one was easy. That's an easy Pretty one easy. to add. That's easy, yeah. Paul Pizzosny. Three. Five. Luke Keekley. Do I have seven one. available? You do have seven. I have seven. And did you say one? Jonathan Vilma. Seven. Eight. Tyler Matikevich. Nine. Nine. Sorry, Tyler. It's okay. I know where I had him. I know where he's in my heart. All right. Fuck you guys. <laughs> <laughs> and Brian Erlacher for the residual. I have one. I have him. I top. have four. All right. That was pretty, pretty clean ranking all in all, I think. And as you can clearly see, BJ and I do not collaborate. No. If it was a happenstance or whatnot, I mean, even Tyler said that mm-hmm. without even us knowing where he'd rank them, that we, mm-hmm. we had Lauren mm-hmm. Isaac too. So I think it's it's just if we happen to agree on one, it's it's pretty significant. I, I'm hard-pressed to believe that mm-hmm. there's too many players that, I mean – are, are going to be better than, than what we saw from Laurenitis. So you have Keekly at one cam? Yes. Like he was really good, but yeah. number one player. Here, I'm really surprised. I'm really surprised because you've been, mm-hmm. you've been sticking up for Brian Erlacher and then you I put know. him down like so low. I was like, nobody in my mind. But here's here's why I think that about yeah. Erlach. I mean, Keekly. Look from the moment he stepped foot, even as a freshman, look at the difference he made up for BC defensively. Like, even ignoring the statistics, you look at the way that they played. They flew to the ball. They it's night and day difference. Like, I mean, you don't have to ignore the statistics, Cam. I mean, yeah, he's he, he's a guy that had yeah, what, 300 and like, solo tackles, yeah, an average of 100 tackles on yeah. his own per year. Mm-hmm. Like, he's he's one of those players where he's not necessarily going to make the most plays, mm-hmm. most highlight real type of plays. I personally, like, he's probably ignoring personal biases of – being a Utah State fan and having an elite player like B Wags come up through your program, like mm-hmm. completely ignoring that. Keekley is my favorite linebacker to have watched. Oh, I, I love watching him play. I just like, don't think he's number one. I, I'm he, not saying he shouldn't be on this list. As a defensive guy defense. though, he he's so technical. He's always in the right position. He's Got a nose for the ball like no other player. Like mm-hmm. I, he is easily my favorite to watch, both college and pro, because he is exactly what I would want from a linebacker. So that's I, that's. I mean, I don't 
a I big reason why you know, he is I'm, my number one. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't. I mean, I disagree with your opinion, but I don't disrespect or anything. I think that mm-hmm. Keekly. Yeah, no, and I don't. I don't view five. it as disrespect either. Like, yeah, I, and like I can understand why you would have him outside, but I, like, and even then, it's not not out of spite. I, I think no, 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 no. Ready no. For this shit. I can I'm see ready. your argument exactly. Yeah, and <laughs> I respect your opinion. Had it shake the out, two that Tyler. did not. The two that did not make your honorable mentions, Jonathan Vilma and Tyler Matakevich, they actually tied. That's the second time in a row we've had a tie for the final <laughs> two. Um, that, that, that's all right. Number seven, honorable mention number two, Vaughn Miller, average 6.67. Wow. wow. Number six, first honorable mention, Manti Teo, averaged a 5.33. Three from Cam really boosted him. From potentially being one of the last ones on here. Um, number five, Patrick Willis, Ole Miss, had averaged 4.67. Number three, or sorry, number four, Luke Keekley averaged four flat out. Number three, Paul Pozlesny, averaged three flat out. Number two, Brian Erlacher. A 2.67, which means James Laurinaitis okay. is ranked the number one linebacker. Despite everybody having him two across the board. Well, gotta love how math works like that. <laughs> well, you do gotta love it because yeah, this thing, is right? our lowest one yet. <laughs> so you we heard your guys' rankings. Here are my rankings. Okay. Mm-hmm. Lesney was one. Mm-hmm. Laurinaitis was two. Erlacher was three. Keekley four. Matakevich was five. Patrick Willis was six. Antiteo seven. Jonathan Vilma eight. And Vaughn Miller was nine. Wow. Yeah. That was how I viewed him. Um, I I think, I mean, I know he's had a really good pro career, but I think if you go back and watch those those AM defenses that Vaughn Miller loves. That's very fine and dandy, but guess what? I didn't watch those AM defenses as a kid. I did. Yeah, I and was just saying, you, you then, watch Matikavich, I watch Miller. Mm-hmm, I think that yeah, may be where and, we have a little bit of yeah, disagreement. By the, time, by the time Miller was playing at a and I was already in Texas, so I saw quite a bit of his games yeah. and stuff. Mm-hmm. But I feel like he didn't really progress the same way it, like it, we saw Keithley and career, a few others. The highlights I've seen mm-hmm. from Von Miller's career, which is why I did not disagree with him being a top 10 guy. Oh, easily. He's... But for me, it's one of those that's like doesn't really strike the same. And that's what this is about. This is about our opinion. This isn't about yeah. what we think of stats. Mm-hmm. This isn't about what yeah. we think of anything else. I mean, he's just he's at the bottom of the of the totem pole for me. Uh, unfortunately, I mean, it's not yeah. a dig. It's not a slight of the talent no. by any means. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, same I with don't. Jonathan, same with Jonathan Vilma. I mean, he was on. He was on a defense led by Ed Reed. I mean, how mm-hmm. are you going to be? How is Jonathan Vilma going to be the guy I look for? Yeah. Um, you know, that, that also goes, I mean, I'm anti Teo. His career was overshadowed by the fact that he was, you know, of the girlfriend thing and everybody thought, and, and not only that, but for me, I mean, he went to Notre Dame. He wasn't a guy that I cared about. Like I knew he was great and I, I understand the talent yeah. and think he's a top 10 guy, but you went to Notre Dame at a time when the rivalry was really, really big. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. 
sorry, <laughs> not not getting up there for me, you know. Um, it's not like I'm surprised you put I mean, more nights as high as you did though with that rivalry. Well, I, I guess there's a difference. You I mean, can ignore me, the like, rivalry though, and still respect you can ignore the, the rivalry yeah. when this guy is a top three guy. You can ignore yeah. it when you know you're watching a very talented mm-hmm. guy. It's the yeah. same thing for me when I made my argument that um, Tommy Eichenberg should have been should have should have won whatever the fuck that award was that Will Anderson won, or at least Jack yeah. Gamble. Um, but but he didn't. So I mean, I I can put it behind me when I know the guy's talented. I know Marvin Harrison Jr. is a talent. I know he should be a top ten pick in the draft next year. Yeah, like that stuff's obvious and that stuff's very simple to figure out. Um, but Teo was never like yeah, he was he was good, but he was also good on a very good defense as well. I mean, it was one of those much you know much like some other guys that, that are on this list. You know, Jonathan Vilma, for example. He was really good on a defense that was already stacked. And when you're potentially, you know, when you're the most marketed player, but you're, but there are guys that kind of overshadow you on that side of the ball. Sometimes it, uh, it just kind of leads to, to Mm -hmm. dropping a little bit for me. Anyways, it's kind of the way it's happened for a lot of these rankings. I thought he was a top 10, but I didn't even have him in my honorable mention. So. Who, Teo? No, uh, uh, Vilma. Yeah, we both ranked him at eight. So, yeah. yeah. Tao was yeah. just a part of a defense that played extremely well together and was a true. Was a part of a team, truly well elite, elite unit yeah. of defense. And they also got to thank uh, the BCS for snubbing Brian Kelly out of a, nas- a national championship appearance in '09, or else uh, maybe they wouldn't have even went there. <laughs> so, anyways, just a thought. But with that. What the hell are you doing? I was <laughs> trying to. I don't know. It wasn't gone yet, so I was just turning it off. And then. Hey, at least it, it took 53 minutes to lose control of the show. Here we go. But, anyways, thanks for tuning in. We've been doing great still. Uh, a lot of good support and everything like that. Let us know your top five. Um, let us know your top 20 if you really want to. If you feel so inclined, I'd love to love to hear it. And, and if you have any those. arguments as well, feel free to keep well, yourself. No. <laughs> comment them below or share with us you just you hold those no um real stuff man i'm excited i think this is going to be this is fun and i can't wait till we uh take all these top fives and bring them back into uh into play for our overall top 10 so looking forward to that safeties or cornerbacks on sunday or is it just secondary corners and then safeties got it so with that we'll uh, see you sunday <laughs>